0: Greetings, troubled listeners, welcome to the Troubled Men Podcast. I am Renee Coman sitting with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times and future Mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome Manny.
1: Hey, it's great to be here. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's always great to be introduced. By another drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet, but I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah oh. I'm getting there. I, yeah. Well, you've well, been there. You've
1: done that and yes, all that. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Been there. It was a rough night last night. It was a was l- it? A little rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Well, you know, I had the shingles vaccine yesterday. so <laughs> You got, got the shingles vaccine? Shingles vaccine yesterday. So it's... Uh, you have shingles? No, no. That's the thing. I'm trying to prevent getting shingles. Oh, okay. So they have a vaccine for it now. Uh-huh. If you've ever had chicken pox... Then uh, you know you the 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 virus is still in your body, and it could come back as shingles later mm. on in life, mm. as your immune system starts to break down, as you start to get closer to death. And uh, so now they have a, a a vaccine that you can take ahead of time and prevents it from happening. And ninety it's ninety percent successful. But anyway, so I got the it's in two courses. You have to take it like three months apart. So I got the the first one three months ago, mm-hmm. and I got the booster yesterday. But it feels like somebody hit me in the shoulder oh, with a hammer. Oh, shit. <laughs> so,
1: really? Yeah. So, See, uh, I don't know if I ever, I can't remember if I had the chicken pox. Really? No, no I, I don't remember at all. They
2: can tell with a blood, blood test. Oh, really? Okay.
1: They
0: can?
2: Yep. Okay. Okay. Check well, your doctor.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure uh, our, the uh, Troublemen podcast physician, <laughs> Dr, <laughs> Dr. Robert Achipenti, can, yeah, can, get, uh, yeah, can yeah. address that. So,
1: but, you know, I don't like to get any of that shot because every year I, they ask me, for, like, basically since I've had insurance for the past, I don't know, 12, 13 years, you know, do you want to get your flu shot? Right. And I said, well, I haven't had the flu, so I never get the flu shot. Okay. And I haven't got the flu shot in thirteen years, and I never had the flu. Really? Yeah. So I'm not getting it. I'm. Well, not getting it. I
0: always get it because when if you get the flu, it's bad. It's it's not just a cold. It's I mean you can really I mean a lot of people die from the flu, not usually people in their in their, you know, fifties, but you know.
1: Yeah, but I'm just on a good run though. I'm not getting those no shots. Yeah. Shot, okay. You know? right. Even if it's free, I'm not getting it. Okay.
0: You know that's no, that's your choice. You know? you know, I mean you have to immunize your children against uh, you know, childhood diseases, Mumps, Rubella, you know, it's please you don't do? Yes. Oh Cause, cause <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, well that's they won't let you into school with with, with without those things. Now, some let people, me into school without those things. They won't let a child into school oh, without those the without school. the proper immunizations. Because it's a public health issue. You know. It's uh you, you start you know, the, there was all this anti vaccine hysteria about you know, fifteen, ten years ago, even up up till now, and they've had outbreaks of these things that were totally preventable, and kids die from it, you know? It's so it's 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 crazy people who, who, who get a hold of, uh, you know, some pseudoscience and think that they know better than, than the medical community. Like know?
1: sea lice?
0: Sea lice, that's a thing. That's it's a s- thing, too. That's a thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you don't
1: get a shot for that.
0: No, 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 you can't get a <laughs> shot for it. I mean, I don't know what they do. If you get sea lice, they might have to give you a shot then. I don't know. I, they and they, don't, know. I don't know how they, what, how they the deal with it. The only
1: shots I like come from a bottle, not a cerveau. Uh, okay.
0: okay. You well, know it's what it's I'm a saying? It's a different yeah. day, man.
1: But I've had a good week. Okay. Uh, Other than that, uh, I had a good week because the McRib is back, and I'm very excited about that. Oh,
0: are you a fan of the McRib? No, it's just that it's back, so I get excited
1: for people who like the McRib. Gives you a
0: little charge. I wouldn't eat it. You wouldn't eat it? (laughs) I
1: wouldn't wouldn't touch that with a fucking 10-foot pole, but apparently they advertise it so well that I get excited for people who like it.
0: Well, that's cool.
1: so I'm excited for the people who like the McRib. So, Nation... If you're a McRib fan, I'm excited for you. I'm so excited I might get a Woody from it.
0: (laughs) Well, because you're a humanitarian. You you like to see... People, uh, you know, th- having joy in their lives Right,
1: because I also believe the McRib is soil and Green you know, Right, right? yeah. So. McRib <laughs> is people <laughs> McRib is people, you know <laughs> <laughs> It's a new slogan <laughs> McRib is people Charlton
2: Heston could say that We should do a little short film where Yeah, yeah, it's good Lucky dogs certainly are people <laughs> are pe- Lucky dogs are people <laughs> Who is this voice? Allegedly. Where is this voice coming from? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're,
0: we're going to get to him. Yeah. No, I had a, a good idea. My, my son, a few weeks ago, we were, we were, I was driving him and some of his friends to a Voodoo Fest. Uh-huh. And the subject came up that wherever one of these kids was from, they're two-lane students, where, wherever one of them was from, he's like, yeah, the, the backwards baseball cap is like the standard headwear, headgear in my town, whatever town he was from. It's like everybody wears a backwards baseball cap. And is it, from Boys Town or something? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and he was saying, uh, yeah, what's, what, is there a standard New Orleans headwear? And I was trying to think, and people were just throwing different ideas out, and uh, nobody came up with anything good. And then the next day I was walking through the store, and it hit me. It's like, oh, I know what it is. It's a shower cap. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Yeah. Uh, this might be one of the only towns where a shower cap is actually like you know out an out, outdoor yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know the something you would net, wear. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, so I, I, that got me thinking, and uh, I thought, well, you know, that would be a perfect troubleman podcast promotional item. Is we could get some uh, some shower, shower caps cap. made. You know, it has the. Troubled Men podcast logo on it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're uh, if, if you're at your house, you want to go out to Walgreens and your slippers, but you, you don't want to take the curlers out of your hair, just throw on the Troublemen podcast <laughs> shower cap and, you know, make all your friends jealous. There you go. Or, you know, buy a few and pass them out. You want to you know?
1: make your friends jealous, Troubled Men condoms probably would be okay. better. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. maybe we
0: can get both of those. You know, you <laughs> get top and bottom. You know, stem to stern. Yeah, there say. you
1: go. There you go.
0: You know, that, and that reminded me of this, this time that I was playing with the great uh, Tan Canary, Johnny Adams, great singer, had like a five-octave range, uh-huh. tremendous blues singer, um, could sing anything. Great jazz singer too. So uh, we were flying out to Albuquerque to play a, a all-day festival with you know Sam McLean and Anson Funderburg and uh, Rockin' Dupes, a whole bunch of guys. I know and, one uh, of those four names. So anyway, <laughs> so we show up to the. I meet him at the airport, and he's got a beautiful white safari suit on, you know, like the the short sleeves, but kind of like a leisure suit. but uh, you know It's yeah, like yeah, epaulets, yeah. short uh, yeah. sleeves, the top matches the pants. Kind of those like dictator outfit. A little bit like that. Yeah. It's a little code military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so he's, he's got that and he's got a golf white golf visor on. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that Behind the white golf visor, he has a full head of curlers in his hair to, <laughs>
1: to,
0: get to ride the airplane. He could
1: use a shower cap, definitely, yeah. he,
0: Well, he had the visor, you know. No, this was, was his thing. It's like you don't see it from the front, but as soon as he turns his head, you see he's got a full And I was like, okay, Johnny, see, he he understands what's important about playing a gig. It's not important to look good on the airplane. It's important to have your process be correct when you get to the gig.
1: Yeah, to the gig, yeah. So
0: I admired that about him, you yeah, know. it's yeah. Uh, what was so, that
1: song? Who sang that really Funkin' great rock and roll song Give Me Back My Wig? You ever hear that song? Uh, God.
0: Kind of uh, rings a bell.
1: Yeah, I think I have the CD in my car. Maybe I'll play it for you when we go home.
0: Kooky, yeah. lend me your comb? No, it's, <laughs> no, uh, it's a different
1: one. <laughs> no, it says, Give Me Back My Wig. Honey, let yourself go bald. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. But anyway, we have a great
0: guest today. We do have a great guest. Yeah. I I wish he was here. Yeah. (laughs) We we have a great guest. Uh, So uh, so we'll get right to him because he's got a lot to say. Uh, So our our guest has, has been writing about music since 1967, since Manny and I were four. So... Uh, he's, he edited the award-winning website jazz.com for, for Knit Media. He's, he works as an editor at Crawdaddy, Rolling Stone, Circus, Rock World, Offbeat. Maybe you've heard of some of these magazines, Manny. Um, he's, uh, besides that, he was a syndicated columnist for United Press International and Reuters for 20 years. He's published 14 books, goes on and on and on. Uh, besides all that, so he's also the editor of the Rolling Stone Jazz and Blues Album Guide. And the Rolling Stones. God, record why guy. is he
1: on our show? I know, I know. I'm telling you, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, we're,
0: it's, uh, we're embarrassed with, with embarrassment of riches here. And besides all of that, he's also a veteran sports writer who covered the New York Rangers for 30 years and uh, also is a horse racing columnist and handicapper.
2: Really? So we got a
0: lot to talk about. Yeah. Man. So without further ado, Mr. John Swenson, welcome, John.
2: Ah, great to be here. <laughs> you don't yeah. like the headphones, John? You know uh, I, mean? I, I can hear you better without them. Really? Okay, I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay, cool. You
0: sound great. So yeah, it's working perfectly. Well, so uh, so yeah, John. So you live in New Orleans part of the time, and then you also live in New York part. You were telling us you have uh, houses in in both of those places. I,
2: I'm, you know, I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Okay, and uh, moved down here in '99 to start working at Offbeat, and uh, pretty much I've done all my work since then down here. Except for, you know, I was still writing about sports up in New York covering the Rangers when I came down here, which was a little bit tricky, but I could get, I could get stringers to cover me. Um, But, uh, my wife, Barbara Mathe, uh, works up in New York. Okay. So, you know we're kind of live here and live there right. and it's uh best of both worlds nice. best of both worlds nice
0: you guys have been been together for a good long time huh?
2: fifty years fifty years well, you guys look right. so
0: cute too you' it's, it's like uh it's, <laughs> no, it's very sweet to see when people that you know obviously so comfortable with each other and and uh yeah, it's a really wonderful thing. Well, we it's love really
2: to dance to the iguanas. Right
0: on. Okay. All right. Well, getting the plug in for the old iguanas, you know.
2: Which we hope to do tomorrow night.
0: Yes, Wednesday night uh, at, at uh, Circle Bar. Wednesday, 7 to 10, every every Wednesday. And tomorrow night's uh, the night before Thanksgiving, which is usually a big night of the year. So, yeah. Wh- which on.
2: brings me to something. I'm a troubled man sure. myself. <laughs> yes. And, and here's what troubles me. Go on. Why... Aren't there more songs about Thanksgiving? We've got a million Christmas songs. We've got sure a million do. Halloween songs. We've got Easter songs. Yes, We, we songs. Only, The only Thanksgiving song I know is Alice's Restaurant.
1: Okay, uh, a, I, yeah I don't a, know why we don't maybe it's because uh the white man came and slaughtered everyone and and we're thankful for that you know There's uh, one you yeah. could write that song <laughs> Exactly <laughs> yeah Um I don't know why I, I you know what I appreciate there's there's no Thanksgiving songs because we're already in di- you know so many Christmas songs already being played. Well, right. that's why
2: you've got to yeah. hear all these Christmas songs even before Thanksgiving. Because yeah, they don't because have
0: any Thanksgiving songs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it might alleviate some of that exposure to all well, the Christmas songs. Well, you're a
2: musician. We... Write one.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, well, I was, you know, when John was mentioning this earlier, I was saying, well, it's an opportunity for somebody, you know, some enterprising young man could uh, yeah. could write a whole whole Thanksgiving record. We'll see how that goes. You know, it's, uh, we were we were going down the, the list of uh, of... Christmas records by or, or actually it was was uh, Sarah Silverman was listing all the Christmas songs written by Jews and right. they are legion They're, they go on and on and on and on you know they, they say that uh, well this, this is a trope they'll, they'll trot out every few years uh, about the war on Christmas you know I think if there's a war on Christmas Christmas is winning <laughs> because I can't go anywhere after uh, you know like like uh, I don't know October 20th without being inundated and being uh being you know abused and and, and uh, very forcefully urged to have myself a merry little christmas and and so on
2: it's, it's, it's I mean this is <laughs> that whole war on christmas thing is an absolute pile of you know what yeah you can say I mean, you mean. You uh, want. that is, was
0: a, it was a, an explicit podcast you No, know, it's
2: a it's a it's a <laughs> You know, just a right-wing concoction. Yes, uh, that it's a was, wedge
0: issue. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's the whole thing of uh, uh, that. If you say "Happy Holidays," somehow you're disparaging Christmas, but right. in fact, right, it, it is a holiday season. Yes, and "Happy Holidays" was a perfectly. Good thing to say yes, when America used to be great before the right wing took it over.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's uh it's it's uh it's very inclusive and, and people yeah. decide well that we don't really want to be inclusive. We wanna be we wanna you know, we have the the king asshole and so everybody they're, they're, everyone's inner asshole feels very feels very gratified.
1: Yeah, I uh I don't know anymore about the holidays. I just, I just, I'm um, just. Get, I get really like. Uh, I'm a troubled man. I get so depressed
0: because you get melancholy.
1: I, no, I don't get mel. I just a little I just, blue.
0: No, little I just, blue. I just don't. I, I, Are you blue? I don't have man? the energy for it. I don't yeah. have the energy. Yes. It's like it's exhausting. It's
1: like you know. I have to, you know. I have a kid, and so I, I we got to get a tree, and yes. I got to go up in the attic and get the decorations, and then the lights, and then you know, and then people just just for some reason you have to eat like a pig. During the holidays. It's like, you know, look at my wife. When you, when you guys came by the house, she's prepping for Thanksgiving two days before. Oh, is that what
0: she was doing? Okay. Yeah.
1: She's getting some stuff ready was for... was a pretty
0: big chicken. It'll be the it best Thanksgiving
1: okay. ever. Okay, yeah, Will it? <laughs> uh, every year. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, so I I just, I'm just, I'm just so bored with it. I I don't really care anymore. It's just like, I don't want, you know, like, what do you want for Christmas? I don't want anything. I know, I know,
0: me either. I don't
1: want a thing. Yes,
0: I already have everything I need. I don't
1: want a thing, you know. You know what I want? I want to be left alone. Just leave me alone. No, I I would love that. That's
2: a good one. Yeah. And good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, because,
1: uh, it just it just never ends you know i just uh I, I i i can't take it i can't take it you know it's like my my kid wants like this certain she wants like you know cabbage patch dolls $700 of this thing. Dollars worth of gifts it's like mm. i don't have $700 she wants a
0: motorcycle?
1: You know, I don't have all this stuff. You know, dirt bike. Yeah, you know, she wants. Blame like, Santa Claus. She, yeah, blame Santa Claus. Yeah, that fucking fuck asshole. that guy. You look a little bit like Santa Claus. Uh, uh, <laughs> you're not the
2: first one to tell me. <laughs> John, that. He does have a bit of a yeah. Santa Claus. Vibe. Yeah, I didn't see that.
1: In, I didn't beard. see that in your resume. Plays Saint Nick in December. I didn't okay. see that.
0: You oh, know, he's got to hold something back. You know? Well, you know, John. Looking at the the list of reviews that 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 you've done. I mean, like you. You wrote the review for the first Ramones record, uh, just a, a million different things. So, were you up in New York during the, the that whole uh, Lower East Side explosion of of the uh, mid to late seventies?
2: Uh, I was in New York,
0: Ground Zero during the
2: uh, CBGBs. Uh, well, I was in New York during the folk explosion ten years earlier. Yeah, I sure, mean that's okay. when I that's when I. Got my start. Yeah, I saw tell us all about the, that. I saw all that stuff.
0: Dylan, Dave, Von Ronk.
2: Yes, I saw. And of course, I, I was in CBGB's the first week it opened. Wow. Um, well, tell uh, us some stories from those days, man. Like what's well, that? CBGB's opened up as a country right and bluegrass club, and right. that's what that's what the name is. That's, the, that's the initials there. Right. And one of the first first bands that played there was the Holy Modal Rounders, uh, who were Subsequently kicked out forever and given a double secret probation for stealing stealing microphones.
1: Who was the lead singer for that band?
2: Uh, uh, Peter Stample. Okay, now I'm thinking And then Steve (laughs) Weber was his uh, partner. But they had been in the Fugs. Right fog, yes. okay. before that okay but
1: who was the lead singer at cbgb's who went out in the middle of the street and like defecated shat
2: on the street and stuff like that what i don't know everybody could have been anybody <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> any, any
0: number of people
2: yeah they were gg <laughs> allen used to uh do stuff Maybe like that was yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, you're seeing mask. all these bands it's like new wave you know it's all the folk stuff and I mean, as, so you as saw
0: Dylan in New York, yeah, yes, did you hate
1: him? Did
2: you just hate him? No, oh. no, I, I love Dylan, I mean you know you mean Bobby Zimmerman Dylan struck me as like an old man, yes, back then, right yes. I mean. yeah, yes,
0: even when he was nineteen he well, he was old. old
2: as the song goes, he was older then he's yeah, much younger
0: know. y- he 's younger than that <laughs> now, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh well you were you were actually saying uh you were on the ride over here you were, you were talking about uh interviewing uh um john lennon you're saying it was
2: well uh, just to just get to that in a minute okay sure sure speaking of the drive over here i was a little disappointed okay uh because i thought i was going to get blindfolded coming here
0: (laughs) yeah and uh
2: and i and i told renee well gee that's happened to me before and uh before we get to the john lennon story sure uh but I you're blindfolded now, right? <coughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I was, uh, Tell us about being yeah. blindfolded. I'll be blindfolded in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Just let me drink this uh, bourbon.
0: Right, right, right. Now, you, do you have oh, a story about yeah. being blindfolded?
2: Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rolling Stone assigned me to go uh, in, to Miami to interview Bob Marley. Shortly after, he was shot during an assassination temp- attempt. Uh-huh. Which either was on him or uh, on politicians who were in the same room. Right. It's unclear to this day. Um, But uh, I arrived at Miami airport, got picked up, was blindfolded, and (laughs) driven an hour out of town. Wow. And ended up in some suburban garage with Bob Marley, who sat there, you know, Smoked an eight-inch spliff. Yeah. Uh Which he, you know, I, as per the custom, would not share with me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was dying.
0: Yeah. So he, he was it, an
2: asshole then. No, no. <laughs> no, no. That's the way. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I didn't bring my own. That was uh, my problem. Oh, okay. Uh, but, uh you know, we had a great... In fact, it was the greatest interview I've ever done. I walked out of there thinking... My God, Bob Marley told me everything about himself. Wow. Yeah. His whole reason for existence, why he's doing what he's doing, all this great stuff. So I went to transcribe the tape, and there wasn't a single complete sentence in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah, am on scene. I, it it's was... Starting and stopping. Everything, hey. it was... Everything, there were phrases. There were really great phrases. Uh-huh. And... But the rest of the exchange was about uh, the way he moved his head or hand gestures. Yeah. Or some telepathic thing that yeah. he was doing. It Didn't really I transfer know. to did the you tape. You did you ask him about being shot? I... I I never got to that point. Okay. Um, we talked. You know, he directed. Did you get a contact high from all the? Di- hmm? Did you
1: get a contact high from all the smoke in the in the room? Not enough I one. Right, right. Uh, as much as you
0: wanted. You know, I have a, a, a friend. This, this girl that saw Bob Bob Marley, and she said that, and she's seen a million bands. She said Bob Marley was far and above the sexiest male performer she's ever seen in person. She said, I wasn't expecting it. Just, she said, I can't describe how, how attractive this guy was in, in the flesh.
2: Well, not just that. I, I, I had the privilege of seeing him numerous times, and uh, he was one of the most charismatic performers, and his band was not to be believed. Yeah, They were so great. Uh, they played one time at Madison Square Garden uh, well, one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. That it was like we might as well have been uh in the Circle Bar.
0: Yeah, that's how intimate cool, it felt. That's
2: how yeah. intimate the whole thing felt. Wow, I mean, At Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's tough. To everybody do. was just completely mesmerized, immersed in that. Wow, it's very hard to talk about uh, Bob Marley uh, unless you experienced him. Yeah. I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is, I guess, the point of this. So, when you saw him in, at Madison Square Garden, were you blindfolded then? No, <laughs> oh, no. <okay. laughs> All
1: right, just got to get that out there. So that, yeah, sorry, I did sorry, have sorry my list. slip, though. Yeah, you did. Okay, <laughs> well, good. You brought it that <laughs> good. time. Good,
2: good, good. So, back to John Lennon. Back to John Lennon. Yes. Um, you probably needed earplugs for him, probably, right? Well, I told Renee that um, uh, I'm, I'm not making. I'm not making much money these days doing what I do, but I'm still working. And when I was younger and on the make, I used to be very bitter about, you know, how much money I made or didn't make. Right. And uh, now I don't care. I just like doing what I'm doing. Yes. And and, uh, I I told him that, you know, like, uh, for example... Uh, you know I went to Interview John Lennon As part of my job And it turned out To be one of the worst Experiences of my life Who are you working for then? Crawdaddy Okay Crawdaddy magazine He was uh, He was making a record Called Pussy Cats With Harry Nielsen Oh yeah yeah Great great songwriter Sure yeah yeah we Wonderful Harry Nielsen songwriter um, That was when they were
0: Both drinking really
2: hard And Right And so You know we got the Trump treatment. My wife was with me; she was taking the photos, and it was just, you know, I don't need this shit.
0: He was a really abusive.
2: Yeah. Well, it was like we were insects. Yeah. You know. He was treating bothering you like, him like in garbage the studio, even though I mean, right, like. Right. You're a
0: sweet guy. So they yeah.
2: had we, we we didn't crash. We were asked to come in there. Right, 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 right. It's presumably wanted, but he was he was behaving badly that whole that whole time. Period of yeah, yeah, He well, was. Uh, that's one
0: when Yoko had put him out that's those, right those his that's LA right.
2: days right LA days right well they were in LA but uh, they were recording at the record plant in New oh, York oh okay
1: alright yeah because I remember that period of his time when he took a limo from New York to LA and that's when
2: he started hanging <laughs> out
1: is that right yeah <laughs> yeah, you, you never heard that story? I don't know no. if it's true or not, but I heard this story many, 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 many times. Have you
2: heard that story, John? Where That's he, one I don't know. Okay. But where
1: I believe. He it. decided, uh, y- Yoko kicked him out because he was doing too much drugs and stuff okay. like that. So he got in a limo and he said, take me to L.A., so the limo driver drove him all the way to L.A., <laughs> where he was supposed to kick on this ride. You okay. Know? He was kicking on the yeah, whole right. limo the, ride. That works but so, of course. Works so well. Yeah, 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 it didn't work very well, because yeah, yeah. as soon as he gets to L.A., he hooks up with Nielsen, and right, you right, know, right. He, he know the story. Then. Right, right, right. So uh, he didn't have you wear a blindfold, though, did you?
2: No, you know, he, no blindfold. He, just, he handcuffed you? No, that was I, my only blindfold story, really, <laughs> is... Uh, is uh, with Bob Marley. What yeah. about a sock in the mouth?
0: <laughs> they put, they make you put <laughs> a sock in, in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Sometimes I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, I've people. never
2: been. I've never been physically abused. Oh, that's no. good. That's good.
0: But speaking of shows that
2: you've
1: reviewed, I mean, you've you, you reviewed concerts and all that. stuff. So you've done interviews mm-hmm. and stuff. What I'm really curious about is like, is there like one band who's like very famous and stuff that you just went to the show and said, these guys suck? Has there ever been a, a, an act that you saw that you just was like? One of the worst shows I've ever seen in a long, well, long you time. You said
0: that about every Public Image show you've seen. Well, you yeah, I've only
1: seen two. Stand. Yeah, right, yeah right. I, I only seen two.
0: Well, because we're Sex Pistols fans, so we we want to see. You know, we want to see. Well, I'm John a Public Lawton. Image fan.
1: I want to okay. see those first two albums. You know, I want to okay, see that well,
2: stuff going. You know,
1: can you think of is there anyone? I, that you just know,
2: did? I kind of. It, uh, there is an out. answer to this, and and I might I might uh, disturb. Some of our local fl- fans yeah, yeah, by saying, but hurt one, one, one band does the, th- the stand Ioannis? out. <laughs> no. no, they're one of my favorite bands of all time. Oh, wow, okay. I'll take it. Uh, but I, I, at the Fillmore East, um, I saw Black Oak, Arkansas. Okay. And I thought, my God, these guys are bad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted and to know. Of course,
2: they're <laughs> legendary now. But, uh, and they're still bad, what can I tell you?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so one band you saw, yeah, okay, I, I, I remember remember there,
0: there was this, this uh, group, I won't mention their name, but there were a bunch of old guys that had played when they were young and had still managed to survive and were now old and still playing, but had become kind of a, a bit of a uh, cause, celeb, or, or no, that's not the right word, but a bit of a sensation in their their very, very declining years. And then some, we we cross paths with somebody who had seen them, who was from where they were from, and had seen them when they were young. And, she, and the woman goes, she was like real country. She goes, "These guys sucked way back then. They still suck." <laughs> 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 I, I, I like that. But you know, I was thinking uh, on the the flip side of that is, so so all these great concerts were you like at Woodstock. Did did you see any of that stuff or Monterey um, Pop or?
2: I bought. Uh, well, I had gone to. Uh, two weeks before Woodstock, I went to uh, the Atlantic City Pop Festival okay. in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and uh, it was the exact same lineup without the Who. Oh, okay, but with Doctor John. Oh, jeez. And Danny and the Juniors. Nice. Uh, there were a bunch, Frank Zappa played cool. there. It was it was an incredible show.
0: Wow, it sounds, sounds um, great. And and without the mud.
2: Uh no. Well, with, the with the mud. With uh, the mud. Yeah. No, no,
0: no. I'm saying without the mud.
2: Oh like, without uh, the mud. Yes. No mud. Yes. No mud. So it was like at a racetrack. So it was mostly asphalt. Oh, okay. Um and, and I glue. I had I had <laughs> tickets to Woodstock, but uh uh I had to, I got the flu. So oh, okay. I I said, well, you know, I'll skip Friday night and I'll go up Saturday to see the Who because right. I was a huge Who fan. Okay. And I got up Saturday morning and you know all the roads to Woodstock were closed. No so I would way, have had to take a bus no to, get to get up there. In, there was yeah. no way for me to get there. It's
0: a million miles away from that helicopter day, as they say. Yeah,
2: well, not for me. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> that's the only way to get in and out is a helicopter <laughs> at that point.
2: Right. You didn't get your flu so shot So I did either. not make yeah, it that's to Woodstock. Th- 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 <laughs> th- you know, yeah, if you
0: see, that's, a, that's, a, you know, that's why you want to get a flu shot. So oh, and, and I, I
2: have to say... Uh, one of my favorite acts at, at uh, Woodstock is a guy who's uh, at uh, Atlanta City Pop Festival, is now passed on. Was the uh, Sir Douglas Quintet? Oh yeah, yeah, Doug, Doug Som. I know you know him, or not. Sure, name.
0: yeah, yeah. We we the Iguanas played many shows with Doug Som in in Austin and and other places. You know, when he had the Texas Tornadoes, we'd we'd often open for those guys. But yeah, tremendous man.
2: What a what an amazing human being he was. Yeah. He's one of the people that I, you know, saw and then got to be friends with as friends, not just as a professional thing. Right. And uh, he was a dear friend, and I, he died weeks after my father did, and their passing struck me equally hard, oddly. And yeah. I, I, never, I can never separate the two losses in my life.
0: Right. Yeah, man, I remember, you know, when Doug was going strong, man, seeing him so many, many, many times. And uh, I remember when, like he, when he got the band and he had his son in the band, he, he was like, he said to the iguanas these times, he goes, you know, I think we got a shot with this one. <laughs> it was like, a, I love the enthusiasm, you know, the never say always, die attitude. Doug was always
2: looking for the next big hit. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah.
0: You got to love that. You got to love that energy, man.
1: So, did you ever like just like you know like uh, ever just follow a band on tour? Did you? Yes, ever do- it, yes,
2: I did. Yeah. When I started out, um, my big my big thing was I was a I was an enormous Who fan. Right. Uh, like from you know before anybody knew who they were, I saw every show from the first time they came to New York. Wow! And uh, I eventually wrote a book on them, and. Uh, when um, I I got in audience with Pete Townsend backstage and showed him some things I had written, and uh, he uh, agreed, he liked it so much that uh, he agreed to do a an a interview with me for Crawdaddy uh, uh, on the condition that I interview all four members of the band. Right. So we did a massive. Uh, issue of Crawdaddy, um with uh, interviews with everybody, and they took me on the road with them. Oh man! To do this, and so we went. It was it was the Who's Next tour. Oh, okay. cool! So <laughs> this iconic record. Yes. Uh, I got to hear, I got to hear the show night after night, all these different places, and to me, this was like. You know, worship. Yes. I mean an I was a explosive at the, band. Explosive you know, band. I, I, I,
1: so is it true about everything they
2: say about Keith Moon? Ke- and more. And more, I bet, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the, first like time, time. the first time I interviewed Keith, he broke my tape recorder.
0: <laughs> and, and it wasn't
2: it wasn't an act of violence. Right. It was like you know, if a monkey had been sitting there right, with you, yeah. he would have, like, picked the tape recorder up and started inspecting it, and the next thing you know, it would be broken. Well, <laughs> you know, I, kinda...
1: I, I was born and raised in Los Angeles, and one of the famous Keith Moon stories uh, of, uh, in L.A., because, you know, the Who hung out in L.A., especially him, he hung out in L.A. a lot. There's this famous uh, uh, deli on Fairfax called Cantor's Deli, and he got drunk one night, and walked into Cantor's deli in a Nazi uniform.
0: Oh yeah, which is something. <laughs> yeah, that's got to go go over pretty good in on Fairfax. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. don't do that. But yeah, he yeah. did it. You know, yeah, he did it. He's a nut. He's, he's a fucking nut, yes. man.
2: Well, but- you know, the context was different then. Uh, I, he, I don't think that there was. Uh, Political intent with yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. no he, I mean, I mean, he got away with it then. He could never get away with it now, or even 20 No, right. years yeah,
0: you, know, you know, I, no, no one thinks that Keith Moon had any uh, anti-Semitic. Uh, uh, no, but the, urges I, remember, or... you know, I used
1: to go. I used to live right near uh, Cantor's for years, and, and I like that name. There, there, the. Um, the there were old time waitresses who were who, you know talk talk about rock and roll stories. The waitresses would sure. and, the, and the guy behind the the the, uh, the deli and stuff. Yeah, I remember Keith Moon. He came in here, you know, he was wearing this uh, thing on his eye. What's uh, wrong uh, with him? You what's know? wrong? <laughs> you know,
0: I like that uh, that that lounge they have at Cantor's. Oh yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. You know, they they for years they had a husband and wife. Like uh, Oregon,
1: Marty and Elaine. Yes, yeah, Marty yes. and Elaine. They moved over because they got bumped by some other act by the name of Jacob Dylan. Oh, really? Yeah, he bumped them, and they went over to well, the. Fuck Dre- that guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love Jacob Dylan. Good-looking boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know.
1: He's smaller than you think. You know? Yeah, well, they I, I, all I, are. You know? Yeah, um, but the, Marty and Elaine got bumped to the Dresden room in Silver Lake oh, in Los nice. Feliz, in Los Feliz, actually. And I used to hang out at the Dresden Room oh, fucking all the time. Right. And I used to sing with them. I used to oh. sing with Marty and they go, Manny, Manny Chevrolet, come on up, sing a song. What's I have up? some
0: photos of me with, with Marty and Oh, Alain. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Marty... Know, back in my salad days.
1: <laughs> Marty was the hoot because, you know, he still thought, you know, he was... I mean, the, the two of them were fabulous—a fabulous, a fabulous yeah, yeah, yeah. act. Yeah, yeah. Nation, Google them, Marty and Elaine. They're just fabulous. But uh, Marty would still try to be the womanizer, you know, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. Well, Elaine was sitting there, you know, playing piano and sitting there going, you know, I got to deal with this guy. You know, once <laughs> sets over, you know, come on, honey, it's time to come home, kind of stuff. You know, but I swear to God, it's like you, um, he was such a cool guy, Marty, and she was great too. But like, anytime I went there with my with my uh, with my friends, I feel like. Manny Chevrolet's in the house, everybody. Manny Chevrolet! Yeah, you, you feel know. like a
0: celebrity. Yeah, like you are, yeah. yeah. They treat you and with the respect and and all of a sudden,
1: like, I'd be at the bar, you know, listening to them sing. All of a sudden, this is on Marty. This, is, this is next round's on Marty for you guys. You know, and Elaine would be sitting there going, why are you buying, you know, you're just buying these guys drinks, you know. You don't, you know. But I, my staple song with them was always, I used to sing Under My Skin with them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. And But they were great because they would come out with, sometimes their set would be hilarious because... You'd walk in there and they'd be singing like an old, you know, Tony Bennett, Frank Sinatra, right. Barry Como tune or something like that. Right. And then they'd break into Aerosmith. Yeah.
2: You know yes, I mean? yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. No, but the uh, the Kibitz Room is what the you're talking about. The Kibitz ta- Room, yeah. exactly. Is what uh, you're talking you, about you. the at the kibitz at, room, at, yes. uh, famous Cantor's Deli on Fairfax. Yes. A lot of big, big people uh, have... You know have, have
0: shot up in that bathroom Yeah yeah yeah, yeah Well yes. yeah Have like
1: yeah, Shot up in the bathroom Or sent the suit back You know Right right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Passed I, out um. Yeah. A lot of famous people have gone out there and, and done a song and stuff yeah. with, with the with the house band. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I saw Peter Gabriel sing a song there. Oh, okay. Uh, and he was with uh, what's it? Uh, Simbad? No, it's not Simbad. Sin, uh, no, Sinate O'Connor, not Simbad. O'Connor. <laughs> <Sinbad> O'Connor.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like Sine-Aid it. Sinate O'Connor, right, right, right. who oh. uh, just converted to some other religion. I don't know. It's hard to keep your hand on that girl. Uh, I do love that uh, that print song that she did. So back to you, uh, John. That is your name, John? Still here? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, sorry to, to take this this big diversion because we want to we want to hear no, about. No, we're all uh, about
2: diversion. Yes,
0: that we we certainly are. You know,
2: the, the Shaggy the, Dog,
0: the tangent. Yes, the Shaggy Dog story. Um, no, so 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 uh, I don't know. Talk about anything. So you saw all these great concerts, The Who. So you, you you wrote you've written like fourteen books. You wrote a book on the Who. You wrote a book on Bill Haley and the Comets. Yeah. Before anybody was even. You know, before the retro thing of of getting into that was even happening.
2: Well, um, Bill Haley was uh, much more popular outside of the United States than he was here. And uh, when he died... Like this, like our (laughs) show. um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) When he died, um, uh, uh, W.H. Allen, uh, a publisher in England... um, contracted me to write a biography oh. so I didn't really I didn't get to interview him however I got to interview everybody else the uh, who was connected with him and almost all of them are dead now sure. and and they never spoke of him during his life because they were afraid yeah, really. Um, so I got all these amazing stories about Bill Haley. So it's all original research. Um, wow. Fascinating, fascinating story about the beginnings of rock and roll and a great, you know, American tale. Uh, and it's a, the book is a terrific read, if I do say so myself. Right on. I right. won't say that about all my books, but yeah. that one is. And that's uh, that's a that's a book I'm very proud of.
0: Cool. So check that out, people. Uh, the Bill Haley book by John Swenson. Is it still in uh, print?
2: Well, you can get it on Amazon yeah, like yeah. anything.
0: Yeah, you can get anything.
2: You can buy a child off of Amazon. You can get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: but I'm it sure is you not. It. But oh, it yeah. is not in print to answer. To okay. Answer okay. Your question, well, you know, but, but nor is it rare.
0: <laughs> oh well, that's good.
2: That's good. <laughs> You can get it for a couple of bucks.
0: Nice, nice. Well, uh, Troubled Nation, you know, reach out to Amazon and, and uh, read that Bill Haley book. You know, uh, so do yourself it, a favor.
1: So you've been in the music, you know, in the world since you were, how, we were five years old when you wrote your first music review or whatever you did.
2: And, and First uh, review I wrote was uh, the Beach Boys' Smiley Smile record. Oh, yeah. For my high school newspaper. Nice. Oh,
0: okay, and what, where was his high school?
2: Uh, St. Francis Prep in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, okay. So so you went to a Catholic school? I did indeed.
0: Okay, well, that's like almost, I'd say about we we're, we're going we're about 85% of our guests have, have been recipients of Catholic uh, religious education. So they know about raped.
1: they know about corporal punishment. Yeah. Yes, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
0: no, I I, I, uh, I somehow managed to uh, to run the gauntlet. Uh, you know, and I went to public school, but I had to go to catechism class. And even in spite of the fact that I've the, pod, the troubled nation knows this, in spite of the fact that I that I've tried to volunteer for uh, altar boy service, I was turned away. I always ah. I always posit that you know the, the, I, I must have looked like I was somebody that couldn't keep a secret. So yeah.
2: you know, I guess <laughs> well, I, it was a secret even from us altar boys. They had us learn the Latin mass, which is what we uh, w- right, served. Right. Um, by rote, we had to memorize the sounds of the words sure. without knowing what they meant.
0: Like Shocking Blue, like that, like
2: that band Shocking a Blue. A damn <laughs> que latificat, <typhicot>, juventud to ma'am. Queer as pass 42 to ma'am. <laughs> I don't know what that means.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's good, John. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I, what are you going to say, Manny? Uh, I think it's time, it's time for a break. Time for a break. Okay, yeah. let's take a short break. Yeah, because I uh, need a refill. Yeah, yeah it's me too. Your, it's on All you. Right, we'll, and we'll be right back.
1: All right. Okay.
0: And we're back. So you know, I went to see this movie uh, this week. It's the the movie Bohemian Rhapsody about uh, Queen, about you know Freddie Mercury. Have you seen that movie, John? Mm-mm uh, You've seen Queen though. You're familiar with the band.
2: I have seen Queen. I was not a big fan. Not a fan. But I, I, unlike Black Oak Arkansas, <laughs> they didn't I would suck. not say that Queen sucked. No,
0: no, I don't think but you can say
2: that. I was not a fan.
0: Okay, no, I get that. I'll tell you what I, I don't have any of their records, uh-huh. you know, but I started getting choked up during this movie in the opening scene, so
1: really? <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I thought it was super well done. I loved it. it was It was a uh, fascinating story, super well written. The guys in the band look exactly like. The guys in Queen. I mean, the the actors portraying them, like the the Brian May character, the guitar player, looks exactly like Brian May. The well,
2: Brian May is still alive. I know. Believe. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you know, actually, he's one of the uh, the executive producers I, on it, and, and uh, you know, so it's it's all. So was the Freddie blessing. Mercury
2: guy wearing a chest wig? <laughs> uh,
0: that, yeah. was
2: wor- that was the great that was a great rumor about Freddie. Oh, that, that he a, wore a chest wig.
0: I don't know. I think he was pretty hairy. He was Persian, man. Ah, ah, the ah, Persians ah, are pretty hairy. Yeah, That's yeah. true. Yeah, pretty yeah. hairy people.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, people yeah, are cruel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 especially uh, uh, with poor Freddie Mercury. People now, are so was that,
1: that... What's his real name, though?
0: It's Farouk something. I don't know.
1: Farouk. I've got hair on my back. Mercury. He's, uh,
0: he's, uh, no, his Mercury was totally made up. But, you know, it's. it's that's what I love about him is the. this sense that it's all mutable it's all plastic, you know, like we can create our own environment, or create our, our own reality out of out right. of a whole cloth you know, we don't have to be who we're born to be, we can be whoever we choose to be it was, I, I swear I, I haven't cried that much in a movie uh, Manny hates when I talk about this because I sound like such a pussy but
2: <laughs> I'll say this for Queen Live Aid was one of the most disastrously bad concerts ever conceived Thank of. Thank you. I've said I've and, said
1: that a million times. Thank you. And Queen
2: you. Queen comported themselves really well yes. at that show. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that's that's the climax of the movie is is that performance. And I think they pretty much portray the entire 20-minute set at the at the last 20 minutes of the movie. You know, because they they just have them all lip syncing to the to to the, to the, concert, the actual yeah. recording, but re- in a really well done way. It's it's quite powerful, man. Well, if you're you gonna cry you already- at
1: movies, you should go to see movies with my daughter, because she cries at every movie she well, sees. Well, you know. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure you and my and <laughs> me and your daughter should start hanging out at movies together. <laughs> well,
2: you can go with all her friends. Okay, well, like, I'm, all, not sure a, of I'm not sure if that's
0: not sure if that's better.
2: <laughs> like Which leads me to the question, one of the one of the great uh, you know, uh white man's burden questions of okay. all time. Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> that, I always found that like horrifying that, 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 that. Jesus. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Is that a Bob Geldof song? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's Bob Geldof. Is a, That's his, is a,
2: yeah. That was the original Live Aid song.
0: Yeah, he's he's a, a
2: oh yeah. Bit hard
0: to take sometimes. He's hey, bit you know, I hear, he, I hear he doesn't
2: like Mondays either. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I um, heard that. Well, that at least has some resonance. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But listen, uh, it's getting back about to a shooting, yeah, let me yeah. ask you this. Let me ask you. You're, you're a rock and roll connoisseur. You've been around. You, you, you've been around. You've seen some things. All right. Round, yes. round, and around. Yeah, yeah okay. Yes. Did video kill the radio star? Good According to question. MTV and the Buggles. Yes. Yeah, So, do you agree? I think so. In many ways. Well, sure. Yeah. So you okay? I
2: mean, the, what what happened? What happened with MTV is that uh, fa- the fashion industry finally took over the music business which was which just became in other words you didn't do demos anymore you did screen tests if you wanted if you wanted a contract right
1: but then there were all those classic rockers who took advantage, too,
2: of the video. Well, I they mean, were uh, holdovers, at- and you had to make the video. Some of that stuff is the most hysterical... Yeah. ...or, or the most hysterical artifacts ever made. And particularly, you know, these... Uh, one, one thing I have to... Uh, the, the southern rock bands who <clears throat> were kind of still hanging around... And it uh, was kind of the end of their, the Almond Brothers bands. That, well, the, the, uh, or the, I'm trying the, to. Charles Danvers, Wet Willie. I don't know. I, I, let's just let's just Neil think Yell. of it as a. Yeah, but next. I mean, <laughs> If they had any cachet. Okay. The record company said, "Well, you have to make a video." Right. And so they would make these ridiculous oh, videos. Yes, I could
0: see that. Where you know,
2: <laughs> the five members would be running down the street, and then they would see the girl, and they'd all go, <laughs> you know, do a double take. Yes. I mean, it was, some terrible it just, acting. Terrible I mean, acting. they never would have been signed if they hadn't already been big bands. Right, right, right. Because right.
1: they were all. Very They, they failed <laughs> the screen test. Well, now, you know?
0: now, now, Tom Petty was very successful in the video age. Now, were you much well, of a uh, Tom that, Petty? He fan? was of that era. Were you much of a Tom Petty fan? Because uh, I am.
2: Um, I mean, I don't. I, I really do, uh, liked Tom Petty, and uh, great, grew it? at first. Uh, to be totally honest with you, yes, please. When Tom, when Tom Petty first came out, I thought he was kind of a, uh, you know. Derivative of the birds Okay Kind of uh, Guy Yeah which, like the 12 which string Which is not a bad thing sound. To be derivative It could be of. worse Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, American girl That sort of thing Yes
0: Such a good songwriter
2: though But it is a good song And he is good But I thought of him As being One of these guys Who was like Wars influences On his sleeve And I didn't realize How deep it went And then You know As he went on it was just one great song after another. Yes. And if you, at a certain point, if you went to see Tom Petty live, it was just an extraordinary experience because the entire show was so fucking good. Yes. And uh, really enjoyed him seeing his band back Bob Dylan yes. when they did that tour. Yeah, you saw that uh, a bunch of times. Yes. I mean, Tom Petty, uh, Tom Petty and uh, his last, the last time I saw him, was at Jazz Fest yes I was there and I it was I was almost just floored what it a great incredible, show
0: incredible band yeah, yeah yeah and that's what I love about Tom Petty he was such a band guy
2: yes I mean yes. you know
0: he could have you know I, I just love the there's so many things I, I, you know there's a great Peter Bogdanovich uh, documentary it lasts like five hours long on <laughs> on Tom I, Petty no <laughs> literally I think it's five hours it's on Netflix or was it was I've it, seen when,
1: some of it yeah
0: it, you would think, now how could you watch five hours of something like that? When it's over, you wish there was another hour. That's how great it is. That's how much I admire this guy. This is a guy who, at 20 years old, turned to, you know, Bentmont Tench and, and uh, the uh, Mike Campbell and said, even though, you know, Mike Campbell, you're, you're uh, pursuing a degree in electrical engineering or whatever, you know, astrophysics, I don't know what it, what it is, and, and Bentmont, Bentmont was, uh, you know, he said, no, we have important work to do. You have to come with me. You have to leave school.
2: Now, to say that is one thing. To be right is another, and he was right. And he never shirked. No. He kept that commitment all the way through. Yes. And... He never got to the point where he was a parody of himself. No, which almost, which happens to so many of those bands.
0: Yeah, man, he's just so real. Because you
2: run out of ideas, but he didn't.
0: Yeah, no, I love. I love. God bless him. Yeah, God bless man. What a what a loss, man. What a loss. Anyway, uh, so so yeah, we started to talk about uh, CBGBs, and so so you saw like the Talking Heads when they were first starting out. Yep. And you know, I have one of my favorite stories is: uh, 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 Have you seen this movie? Danny says about Danny Fields. Do you know Danny Fields? I know Danny Fields. Okay, he seems like an incredibly smart, hilarious, fantastic guy.
2: Yes, what a wit! So, and he, a, a, a very savvy record company executive. Yeah,
0: he talked his way into the into the record business by, cause he was a big Doors fan and he called up Epic Records when the Doors were coming to New York. And he said, well, who's your, uh, East coast promotion, man. They said, we don't have one. He said, well, I'm it. <laughs> that's how he got Is into that
1: the, th- about the kid from
0: Brooklyn or something like that. Uh, he, know, he's, a, a, he's a, like a kid, right? He's a New York guy. He, he, he was like a genius. He went to Harvard oh, no, that's when he was like guy. 14 no. or something. No, you know? not the like, guy. And, and, you know, he's a gay guy, and he, like, didn't like Harvard. He, he left after a year or something, went somewhere else, and I don't know how he finishes his, his education, but he's, you know, he was the, the Ramones' manager. He was, uh, you know, did a million different things. Um, I've, I've, I've lost my train of thought now, but Danny Fields. So, so you knew Danny. <laughs> so you have any good Danny Fields stories?
2: Uh, I, I, uh, well, unfortunately, I don't. Okay. I mean, I well, j- knew him... I, I uh, you know, I didn't hang with him. Right. I mean, he was in a different world. Right, right, right. Well, me. okay,
1: so all the rock stars you hung out with, or you toured with, who, who who's, did you Who did you party with, like do hardcore drugs with?
2: Partied with the who? To, like, yeah. that, it's all in that sentence. Yeah, okay, party with the who. Who did I party yeah. with? Yeah, <laughs> the party who with the I who. Who I did party with. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, um, Stones, you... If you were around the Stones, you partied definitely. Cool. So, so
0: you you, you, you uh, interviewed the Stones. You're oh yeah, of course. Keith is great.
2: Keith, I I sat down, I sat down for an interview with Keith, and he says to me, before anything, he says, "Are you a drinking man?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, yeah." And he pulls out an unopened bottle of Rebel Yell and oh, puts God. it on the table, and we proceeded to. We proceeded to kill it <laughs> as we did the interview. I interviewed Keith Richards. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. I, what I, a guy.
1: Great guy. I thought he was the... Well, I always love... I think he's the coolest guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. He loves people. Yeah, he's a people you know, person. He's, he doesn't do this... He's not doing interviews because he has to. Yeah. He really enjoys talking to people. When
1: he did his first solo record for Virgin, mm-hmm. I was working for Virgin Records in publicity. And I was doing my Manny Chevrolet character, who's kind of a lounge. Ivan Neville was on that gig. Uh, yes, he was. He was, he was. yeah. Um, but they were filming the rock video for one of, his, one of the singles from, the, from um, I forget the first, because he did two solo records. First one. But anyway, this great story is that, it's like, okay, Manny, go down to San Pedro. They're filming by the docks and stuff like that. Keith will be there at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, I'm there at 3 o'clock, waiting in his trailer. He's wait- he- apparently he knows I'm there with a film crew to interview him. 4 o'clock rolls by, no Keith. Whoops. He doesn't show up till 10 o'clock at night.
2: <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> is that manager Jane Rose was not there? <laughs> yeah,
1: probably not. Jane was not there. But the greatest thing is, I think I told you this story, but I'm just, you know, I'm in his trailer. I'm in his trailer. This is Keith's trailer. And I'm looking around. I'm start opening drawers and stuff in the trailer, <laughs> like rummaging that. around. <laughs> around You dog! <laughs> yeah. And I open this drawer, and uh, there's there, there's his writer, his writer. You know, because all these rock stars want, like, sure, they want green contract writer Yeah, they want well, green m's. Em- yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, M- M- besides the money that yeah, you get, it's like all yeah, the, the David Lee Roth's yeah, green yeah, M- yeah. m's and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Keith's writer was <laughs> all it said was. Vodka, ice, Bex, OJ. That's all it says. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's classic. Oh, he was on a diet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <he's> <laughs> <laughs> but he said the funniest thing, though. He goes, uh, You know, when he finally arrived, there's some guy making his drink, and, and, and uh, he goes, uh, Give me a screwdriver. You know, make me a screwdriver. He goes, Oh, fuck the screwdriver. Give me the toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: good. He's got a way with words. That's oh, good. yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah he
2: does. Yeah, you know, he it's,
0: does. So you read that book uh, of of Keith, right? Life. It's, it's a, you read, yeah, read that I lo- book?
2: I have read it. It's fantastic. Amazing book. The secrets he tells about how he yes. learned how to do different things.
0: Yes. And here's the thing that, that the book was so uh, such a revelation is everybody thinks Keith is like kind of some kind of like, uh, you know, retarded savant, you know, like a, what do you call that? Uh,
2: idiot savant. Idiot
0: savant. He's not. No, Keith he's, is brilliant. He's yeah. so smart. So Keith has, he kept journals. His entire life, so he went back to write that book, and he just started flipping through. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember all this shit," and he has details about every fucking.
1: You should th- that you should listen to the books on tape.
0: Yeah,
2: no, uh, I I gave uh, that to Brent. Uh, uh, that's a very good book. Yeah, on because tape. the
1: one I got is Charles Grodin reads it. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Charles Grodin, that's a deep callback. Have you ever interv- Have you ever interviewed Charles Grodin? No, no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> He is hilarious. But he's no Keith Richards, I'll say that. No, but he
1: does the books on tape, at least the one I, the version I got. Okay,
0: well, I, that might have been a knockoff, man. <laughs> yeah. Did you buy that on Canal Street in New York? <laughs> something. It's hilarious,
1: though. It's hilarious. Well, sure. Keith in a box. Yeah, Keith, Keith in a box, box yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, oh, there's this the guy who's like, uh, I don't know, a boyfriend of a friend of mine or something, who does these guitar interviews... And he, 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 he's a guitar player, and he gets guitar players in, and he tries to, you know, he interviews them from the point of view, like, what do you do on this? And, and he actually secured an interview with Keith Richards, and they said, well, Keith isn't going to play. And he's like, oh, that's fine, I'll just I'll talk to him about it. And he goes, well, he said, well, I, I decided I'd have a guitar there anyway. Sure enough, it's, it's, a, it's on YouTube, the, so sure enough, he goes, Keith is telling a story, he's telling a story about his grandfather, teaching him Malaguane you know, and all that stuff, and and, and he, the guy goes, well, you got a guitar right there, and he goes, yeah, and so he picks up the guitar and starts playing, <laughs> so he's it's like, he can't help himself, man. He's right.
2: Just, well, good for him. Yeah, man, it's so great. Yeah, my hero...
0: Yeah, I know, man.
2: Isn't he supposed to be the first one to die? And he's uh, still here. He'll
0: be the last one to when die. When they started gonna, that pool. Oh, on all what's of our that, there's that
2: great viral picture
1: that's out. It's been out for years now, saying, "What are we going to leave Keith when we're all gone?" <laughs> <laughs> Keith, don't go. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Keith, you know, the the rumor is, you know, the Jazz Fest here in New Orleans. That's what is I hear. Celebrating their 50th year, and uh, apparently the Stones are going to play it. Which, to me, sounds like the biggest fucking nightmare ever. Sounds
2: like
0: a clusterfuck.
2: Now, I've seen the Well, I think they're limiting it to 50,000 tickets. Okay. Second Thursday. And Mick Jagger has let the cat out of the bag. Yes, I saw that video Because he posted... Yeah, he said they're playing New Orleans. Yeah, yeah.
0: I saw the video. My wife was showing it to me, and it's him singing. And he's singing all the... Yeah,
1: Houston, Memphis. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he says New Orleans. And then you look on their tour dates, and... All the dates before that and after that are on the thing. So, on, so let's
2: speculate for a minute. Okay, right. So what, are they going to close down the whole thing and just have the Rolling Stones there with the stage facing out? Well, that's then, that's yeah. what
1: I'm thinking. I live in the neighborhood, so I have to deal with this now, that second Thursday, because it's going to be such be a... Will there be
2: other stages that day? Well, I that's mean, it.
1: Who are the other bands going to play? Well, and anyone yeah. going to see the other bands? Yeah.
2: you know, my wife, I, always, I always avoid the main stage and oh, go to the other stages. Yeah, well...
0: right. I just you know I've
2: to seen the usually.
0: Well, you know, I, I've seen some great acts on the main stage Like that day we saw uh, Tom Petty. You know, right? I, I saw, Tom I saw, Petty I saw, was great. And I saw um, uh, Neil Young a few years ago. Neil Young was the, great. Day it rained. He uh, Dylan did,
2: was great. Dylan Bruce was great. Springsteen was great. Yes. Ben Morrison was yes, great really on Nelson that great. stage. Yes, the yes, Who yes. were great on that stage. Wow, really? I don't remember Elton that. John Okay. Apparently, I did not hear it, but everybody um, says the Bee Gees were great. good on that stage. Bee
1: Gees, yeah, remember the Bee
2: Gees I missed, they played. I, no, m- they didn't. I missed
0: <laughs> the Bee Gees are always they, great. I love uh, the Bee Gees. I don't think
2: they did. <laughs> I don't know. What, what, I don't. Th- I think you're making that <laughs> up. <laughs> now, John, what do you think about the Bee Gees? Were you a Bee Gees fan? Oh, the most ethereal harmonies. I mean, yes. You know, when you say the Bee Gees to me, yes, I'm thinking pre. Disco Bee Of course. Bee Gees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Got to get a message to you. But the Carpenters yeah. well, were good on go. that no.
1: stage,
0: too. The Carpenters well, were good. Well, I love the that, Carpenters. Yeah. You know, I don't know. On yeah, the Akira the harmonies.
2: I, they, were, I was, they were not my favorite band, but. Uh, here's
0: what I love about the Carpenters.
2: John Denver
1: was good on that okay. stage.
2: Uh, okay, let's, 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 not let's not press. Get carried away. Let's not press our luck. Yeah, work. yeah.
0: Let's not press our luck. <laughs> no, so Karen Carpenter, here's the thing about Karen Carpenter. From the first note she sings, you know it's her, and she's gonna die. And well, you could tell, yeah. It was there was a bit of foreshadowing in her voice for sure. But she has a break in her voice, which a lot of singers do. A lot of great singers have a certain. Now, Karen Carpenter can't get past the first bar without that without a drink that break. <laughs> And it's just it melts your heart, man. Like we've only just begun. She says that line, and and she, oh uh, God, I, I'm gonna start I mean, crying. Yeah, again. that stuff. <laughs> oh, that
2: gives it resonance. There's no question about it's that. It's so human. The Bee Gees had that in Spades. Yes. Well, you know, the you only just begun harmonies.
1: was actually uh, a bank jingle. Yes. It was uh, a written, bank jingle written
0: by uh, Paul Williams. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, yeah. you know, that's 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 and a genius. And Leslie Bricus. Okay. <laughs> that was the genius of. Uh, of uh, and Lalo Richard. Schifrin. Uh, Lalo Schifrin. That's, that's a good name. Great uh, arranger. You know Lalo Ranger Schifrin. Lalo yeah, yeah, Schifrin.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my Ranger. God. Yeah, I love Lalo.
0: Anyway. Uh,
1: you ever uh, do drugs with Lalo? Uh okay. You ever interview him? No.
0: <laughs> that's when they had those good poppers. <laughs> Not the shit you get on the streets
2: now. Let me ask everybody a question yes, here. Yes. Yes. Elvis, yes or no? Yes. Which one? Okay, both. There's only one Elvis. Oh, uh, uh,
0: eh, uh, yeah, sure, sure. No, I'm gonna say okay. yes. I'm gonna say hard yes. Yeah, yeah. No, Elvis I just think great. of the
1: Public Enemy song, as they say, Elvis was a hero to him most, but he never meant shit to me. You know, because okay, well, the fucker was racist and simple. Fuck him, and Wayne I don't Wayne. think he
0: was racist. I don't think Elvis. He wasn't was racist. I don't think Elvis. But, was, did you interview Elvis? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Go
2: on. Go on. I was on. not a. I was not a fan.
0: Okay. I was
1: really. Not a fan.
2: Because he said he was in the bathroom. You're going, Elvis, get up, get up. I felt. Would you die in All there? I felt that Elvis betrayed rock and roll. Oh, cool. Now there's. Well, there's, Colonel Tom I, betrayed he, Elvis. You know, he so. went. He, I, you know, he, he was. <laughs> he always claimed. That rock and roll was uh, you know black music that he was that he was emulating right and but you know as soon as he went into the army, he came out, and uh, you know the Elvis that returned after the army is not the same guy okay, yes, you get the Memphis record, and uh, there 's some good stuff interspersed in there, but generally. He became like Robert Goulet after we returned. Yeah. And the, I, he was I, stationed in Germany, so you got. And to,
0: uh, yeah. I, I, just uh, Manchurian Canada, <laughs> is <up> that <to laughs> what you're implying? Uh, maybe just. That's, uh, whoa, there you go. Okay, he was yeah.
2: the Manchurian Candidate.
0: Could, could be, could, could be. be. It was a No collusion. Candidate. No collusion. No collusion. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he did make that great uh, uh, American Studios record. The, 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 yeah, the, the
2: Memphis record. Yeah,
0: yeah, which you know they they they. Uh, Hunkered down in there for uh, I don't know a couple of weeks and recorded like four records worth of material with that great band, Yeah, and Suspicious yeah. Minds. I, and so which
2: makes which makes you think that you know in deep down he really wanted to be Elvis. Yeah, but they wouldn't let him be. Yes,
0: Tom Parker. You know he, right. he was he was sold out. Still, yes. You know, Manny. Uh, we're we're hanging on here, and they're not kicking us out. And I, I never want to leave uh, John Swenson's side here. I thought we could go on for. <coughs> Who four. is right, John one, Swenson? Let,
2: well, let's say. Oh, 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 do I? Am I getting in the way here? <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, just one last thing. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. thanks No, we got time. We got time. Okay, they're not cool. kicking us out. Good. Good. No, no we're good. Gonna keep no, talking we can too. keep talking until they set us on fire. Thanksgiving yeah. Day is coming up. What's it, Thanksgiving? Even right though in. you're not going to be hearing this until a- after Thanksgiving, right. there's another six, another four months, or until, until St. Patrick's Day, okay? Okay. Well, however many months that is. Right. That you can go out to the fairgrounds and see Potos. what I consider the best horse, rating, horse racing meet left in America.
0: Really? Go on. A, pla-
2: a place where you can go. And actually smell the horses yes. before you bet on them. Yes. And believe me, that is an advantage. Tell us. Well, you can smell the banamine on them. <laughs> what is that? When they walk past the pain-killing drugs oh, okay. that they administer to them. Oh, okay. You can, they, most race tracks keep you very far away from the horses. Uh, the fairgrounds, paddock... The paddock,
0: yes. Yeah, you
2: can well, you're talking look about the
1: fairgrounds because you
2: you were a handicapper, right? I Is was a way? handicapper, and I worked for three years there for the Daily Racing forum.
1: Okay, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I heard about
2: that, which and was uh, very, very and that's challenging. That's where the stones are going to play in the paddock. Very challenging. Right? Yeah,
1: stones are going to play in the paddock, right? The stones are going <laughs> to play in the <laughs> paddock, and you'll and smell a lot of things from you'll smell yeah. the a lot from the <laughs> <Yes. laughs> No, but I when I first moved here, I worked at the fairgrounds. Really? Yeah, for 2 days a week I just cuz I was here Oh, yeah, you're a waiter, right? No, 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 I oh, was okay. uh, I was kind of like a and everything. I worked the clubhouse, so oh, okay. when they needed someone to be a bar back or a bartender okay. or you know, or a sometimes, waiter.
0: Sometimes, sometimes jockey too. Yeah, sometimes Just jockey. You're that size. Yeah, but yeah. that's
1: not so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. No, because I used to see. I used to get there early. I worked there Saturdays and sometimes on Fridays. Okay, but always Saturdays. I worked there, and I go up, and they give free, free, free breakfast to all the employees. Oh, okay. And it's like a little, and you see the jockeys come in there, right? And they'd be. You know chewing on Eating. the steak or whatever, right. and you know they're and going hurling. to: Yeah, you know yeah, they're yeah. going to spit it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. They, well,
0: you know but, the, the, when, when you play the, uh, the Lanyap stage, the, your dressing room is the jockeys dressing room, so they have all those yeah. those flipping troughs back right, there. Right. So you can see where those guys go and, and, and throw up..:
1: <laughs> Right, Well, what I found so interesting because it was like I, I moved here not thinking I was going to actually stay here long. I just came here to visit, and a month turned into two months. He's on the I, lamb, And I was, I was on the lamb exactly. <laughs> and then I said, well, I should get a gig somewhere. Oh, I, I liked ponies. I used to be a degenerate gambler back in, at Hollywood Park in L.A. You know, I used to go with my friends, and if we did well, we'd go to Vegas and blow it all. Hollywood Park. Yeah, r- may it rest in peace, exactly. Yes. It's going to be a football stadium in you know, a couple of years or whatever. Um, but when I, I said, well, I, I like that. And they were hiring, so I went there. And it was the funniest job interview. It was like, uh, you ever had any experience? I go, oh, a little bit. You know, I, you know, you're hired, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the guy, I asked the guy, I go, so as an employer, are you allowed to gamble? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Gamble all you want. Not gamble,
2: technically, yeah, but... <laughs>
1: but gamble all you want. Well, yeah. I said, okay, well, it was, you know, I put those, those days were behind me. But working there every Saturday for about a, for a whole season, the degenerates that they hired because these guys were all fucking gambling degenerates they only worked there because they thought they could get inside info because well, they, they were, did yeah they a lot of them did a lot of them did but you would see like, like in, the, in the clubhouse it would be like excuse me uh they go uh i go what, what's the problem Do you need some help go, we haven't seen our waiter in two hours <laughs> you know I'd go, well what's his name and, uh, oh, Danny? Well, yeah, I know where he is. He's at the fucking... <laughs> he's at the window, Betty. You know, <laughs> exactly. So these guys were losing money by not doing their job because they were getting. They were making tips. I was taking their tips because these people would get so angry at their waiter that... Because I covered for the waiters. And these guys were degenerates. Degenerates, man. And, uh, uh, you know... I don't know what it's like now. And now they have a casino there. They have slot machines there. They have stuff. a casino there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I've I love at, the
2: ponies. I love the ponies. I've, I've worked at racetracks them. all over the country as yeah. a journalist. Yeah. And, in fact, I have to say that the the best press boxes in the world are the ones at racetracks. They're, um, I mean, it, it dates back to the days when the... When uh, ra- racing was heavily covered by the press, right, which is yeah, not, no, the no, not the anymore. case no, anymore. No. But uh, so you you would be in these vast, glorious places to work. Right? Do you ever go to Del Mar? I have been to uh-huh. Del Mar many times. Yeah. Beautiful. Ah, the Jimmy Duranti course. <laughs> The turf by the surf, right?
1: Right. Yeah, yeah right. it's
2: beautiful. And Santa Anita is still. Santa Anita is a classic place.
1: Yeah, it's it's old. It's just like Hollywood Park was old Hollywood. Santa Anita was like really, really oh, old yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. You know, the problem for me was it was so, you know, I, growing up, you know, living in like the west side of LA, it just so, took so fucking long to get there, you know, But um, but I still love the ponies. And just like. I do pretend bets now. I don't bet anymore. I oh, just, just do, in your mind. Yeah. Well, no. I I look at the I look at the the box and right, all that Right. Right. So of it's stuff. not
0: bird baseball.
1: No. 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 It's not bird
2: baseball. No. Okay. No. Well, if <laughs> you not you if you go okay. to fairgrounds every day, <laughs> yeah. No, and you that. and you follow what's going on. Yeah. You're going to win because yeah, well, yeah exactly. Because you can really see what's happening there, which is not true everywhere. Well, if you go to the Conseco's Market on Esplanade. Like around
1: 5, 6 o'clock, you'll see all the trainers, little trainers. And, and the
2: trainers are very free with telling you. Yeah, exactly. They all, their information is not yeah. always and the best, but they will tell you what they're doing. And all the handlers, the, the, yeah, the Hispanic who, who, handlers.
0: Who's, who's getting the speedball, who's getting the Dilaudid well, yeah. and cocaine uh, shot. Well, yeah. they still exactly. do that with horses? <laughs> Give him, so, like speedball.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I, to, uh, yeah, I, I could go on, on and on with stories I mean, about that. I think with horse you know, racing, I used remember,
0: to be a thing with me and Manny. But so you know, yeah, well, yeah,
1: but <laughs> I, I would never Manny bet on. You know, I, you know, I used to go down to the paddock, and if I saw a horse foaming
2: at the mouth, I was like, no, 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 no. yeah, you wouldn't bet. You wouldn't bet on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, well uh,
1: I put maybe a side bet on yeah, it. You yeah, know? A parlay. A
2: couple of things. If a horse is moving their front legs. Sideways They're not they're, They don't want to put uh, Pressure on that leg So that horse is not doing well okay. If a horse is sweating profusely From the planks And neck That horse is very nervous And that's not a good thing okay. If you can smell the stink of Banamine Which What's that is smell like? unmistakable It's a painkiller right. And what when the, the horse like comes though? by you can just... It's like, like, it's like a acrid? liniment kind liniment. of smell. Okay, all right. Mm. I mean, if a horse comes by smelling like that, you don't want to bet him. Don't, okay. I mean, uh, you know. Uh, so I bu- it, <laughs> but I heard for the 50th Jazz Fest...
1: They're going to have the horses run during Jazz Fest. <laughs> <laughs> so to me, that would be, I would go to Jazz Fest if I saw that. Well, well I think they're going to put Mick Jagger
2: on all yeah, those Mick drugs Jack- and yeah, run yeah. him around yeah, the track. Yeah, I could track. see Charlie, you know, you know, on a horse. Okay. You know? Charlie yeah. sounding good tonight. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> i tell you what, I've, I've heard reports from a lot of people whose, whose opinions I respect that the Stones sound better than ever these days.
2: Well, they're playing blues, which is where they started out. I don't know. They're a good band. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Again, oddly, at Madison Square Garden, which is not a place where you see great shows. Yeah. Was but, it Get Your Eye um, the, the, um... Uh, uh, yeah, Get Your Ya shows. shows yeah, I, yeah. I saw all and, uh, of those I they can were, Tina Turner open for them And yeah. also can, B.B. Yeah. King yeah, Fantastic yeah. shows
1: No, I, I got some outtake CDs from that, that, that weekend And that's when they used to do They still did like matinee shows too
2: Yes, they did
1: right. the breakfast show as, Right, right, as yeah, mixed, yeah. Right. Yeah, the breakfast show. But see, I see. I have no, I have no desire to see the Stones at Jazz Fest.
0: I have no desire. Yeah, to, no. It seems like a nightmare. I'm kind of curious. It,
1: it seems All like, right. My well, my wife, wife will be
0: there with you. You know, my
1: wife has never seen the Stones, so oh, she okay. wants to go. Sure, I she said, should. I said, see ya. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw them. I saw the Some Girls store in '78 when they went to Anaheim. Okay. When it was like 102 degrees in Anaheim Stadium. You, you
0: were at altamont too, right? No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I think there. you were, man. Yeah,
1: I was. Uh, I never got arrested. Never got right, caught. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Actually, a friend of mine. You know, you knew Keith Keller, right? Yes. So Keith Keller, our dear departed friend, got I miss. There's a few people, a couple of Kellers, Kelly Keller. I miss. Keith Keller. I miss. Keith Keller was at Altamont. He said the problem with Altamont is everybody had to walk so far. To get to to the the, 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 the the staging area. He said, We just kept driving our car till we couldn't drive anymore. He said, We eventually parked on the hill and got outside of our car and we watched Watched it from from there. there.
1: Right. He said, It was
0: fine for us. It's like all the people that parked in the parking lot and walked, that's why they were also pissed off. Yeah,
2: those speedways are big. Yeah, yeah. Watkins Flint was like kind of like that. I mean, it was incredible to uh, the distance. And uh, where was that, that? In upstate New York. Oh, okay. It's sure. in a, and it's on a, a race course. It was, that's where the, uh, the huge uh, rock festival, it's Rapal Dead and uh, Allman Brothers and the band. Oh, okay. I'm I'm loving that you don't know what Watkins Glen I was. I don't. I don't. Sorry. <laughs> Watkins. Watkins. Yeah, I've Glen. heard of Watkins oh, Glen. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know about b- much about it. That's, but all, I've right. Heard that that's all right.
2: That's It was at the time the biggest rock festival in history. Wow, really?
0: Yeah. See, it yeah. fell. By the way, they didn't make a film of it, so we don't know about it now. You
2: know? <laughs> right.
0: We, that's, we, we have to. Have, it wasn't uh, a
2: very good show. So really? the band stole the show.
0: The band. Well, I love the band. But what Jesus about <laughs> how good is was? Uh, Leave on Helm.
2: Levon Helm is one of the greatest. He wasn't one, one of, of the, of the greatest.
0: greatest. He he's got this kind of raw boned um, this this uh it reminds me so much of, of like my mother's family. Like every man in that family looks like Well he like, was
2: he's the only American, the only American in, in, in from the, from the band. Arkansas. The rest of them are Canadians. Yes, he's They're from that, Arkansas. Levon's from Arkansas. Yes. I mean he had the he had the juice. Yes. He, he understood sure did. what was he sure did. I yeah. mean what a fucking thing! Robbie sangue. Robertson, he's he's writing about he's the, the the South and the Civil War, right, right, the right. night they drove old Dixie down. Which is a great song. Yeah, right. It, it doesn't Robbie make Robertson it doesn't knows make about <laughs> the night they drove old right. Dixie down. But, but when you when give me you, a break.
0: But when you when you hear Levon sing it, then it really makes sense. And here's the thing: where like that that recording from the Last Waltz, where you know. Levon is clearly pissed off that Robbie's killing the band yes and he just d- doesn't hold anything back on that that vocal performance on, on when they when they do uh, Night they drove old Dixie down. It'll make me cry every time again. Here you he go. He's I'm,
1: I'm crying pretty, I'm again. Pretty
0: weepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, my, my emotions right crying here. Crying is good. I, I might stab you. I might cry. You know, it's like uh, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I think it makes me a uh, uh, better person. My wife likes it. I don't know. Okay. Whatever.
1: Okay. Uh, whatever. <laughs>
0: it's the end of the night, and uh, we have uh, Manny's already bugged out on us, but we have uh, John Swenson. So thank you, John. Thank Whoa. you, John. You've been a boss. Popcorn. So, uh, enjoyed that. On the Troubled Men podcast, we like to say, uh, trouble never ends, but the struggle continues. Good night.